Happy Halloween, everybody. Boo. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is Drew. Scary monsters. Scary monsters and things under your bed and in the closet and trick-or-treaters getting candy that has razor blades in it. Or it was the apples that had razor blades in it. I okay. put them in everything. Yeah, you put them in everything. You, you know, you got to cover your bases. Yeah. Um, eat the apple. just going to throw that out anyway. Exactly. Nobody's going to eat the fucking apple. You put them in the Reese cups. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, happy Halloween. We're back for our final episode of uh, Siren Blood Curse. This is Phoenix Down, episode 19.1. Like I said, I am Drew, and we are here, and I have my cohort, Matt Quinn. Hello, everybody. And, uh, yeah, we have have completed Siren Blood Curse. Slash new translation. Slash new translation. Talked about it some. I could use a new new translation for this game. (laughs) Yeah, you know what? After beating it, I sure could too. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we didn't really go through each episode and break it down and stuff like that because I don't really think you need to. Um, But I did mention last episode that there was a cop out. I'll say a cop. I kept calling it a cop out. Um, there's a twist about halfway through the game, uh, and I think it's a cop out where all this bad stuff that's been happening, as far as uh, everybody dying and turning into these shibito 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 um, zombie things, but um, still watch TV and talk and draw pictures. Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing, and, and, and one thing I don't think we got to in the last episode is that um, we, we there's a mission where we play as Bella, the little girl, mm-hmm. and um, you run around trying to find your mom and dad. Um, and I noticed while I was playing that mission, none of the enemies were really coming after me, uh, aside from the flying ones, the ones that can fly. Yeah, the the ones with wings, they're they're really weird looking things. Um, and you get a cutscene after that showing the little girl or showing the mom and dad in the church like going over ritual stuff, and the little girl starts tapping on the window, you know, the mommy, daddy, and then yeah. when they look, she is a shibito. Yeah. Um. So she has uh, obviously been killed or turned. Uh, and then this gigantic, what they called the maggot Shibito, uh, bashes through the window and a whole bunch of bad stuff happens. So it, bad things happen to everybody. Everybody pretty much dies. Um, repeatedly. Repeatedly. <laughs> Howard Howard, and the Japanese girl, uh, Miko? Uh, Miyako. Miyako. Uh, Miyako, um, they, they try to escape and then run into this this crazy cult woman who is English. She, she speaks English. She looks American. Um, she sets Howard on fire and he falls off of a cliff. Yeah. He's crushed, burned, shot. Like he has no shortage of deaths. Yes. Howard has died so many times <laughs> and has not died. 
so uh, but he you know he gets burned alive and thrown off a cliff and then oh she takes Miyako and we don't know what happens to her and then on the next episode Howard's not dead um he he just wakes up and uh still has the bullet hole in his chest yeah um but he wakes up and it's basically everything that had happened kind of just erased so everybody who had died and stuff like that we kind of just start back from the beginning of the game but things are kind of altered a little bit um uh, at this point I have no idea what's going on whenever I played that I was like okay so the, they just made a cop out and this is all just a bad dream um <laughs> And we have to continue. There should be doors still running around, but and it's it's happening from the beginning of the game. But things aren't happening in the order that they normally have. Um, Soul still alive, the cameraman. He's with um, oh, he's with Sam in the Sam. End. There you go. Yeah. yeah, he's with Sam. They split up uh, trying to find uh, Bella, and it's. You play as Soul for a little while, but unfortunately, Soul dies again. <laughs> he, uh, we don't actually see it happen. He just kind of just you play as a different character, and the next time you see him, he's dead, or he's a, a zombie. Um, but who knows when that happened? I mean, yeah, given all the weird time shenanigans in this game. And so eventually, after uh, oh, I forgot to mention the 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 doctor, the Japanese man who can speak some English who carries around a shotgun uh, in the first timeline. I'll just, I'll just say it's the first timeline in the first timeline. Uh, he kills himself, shoots himself. Um, and then he's back alive. Mm-hmm. And um, obviously we have time traveled. Like everything that had happened is now starting over. Um, something we like to call in the sci-fi universe as a time loop. Uh, and over the course of a few missions, we find out that um, what had happened was when Howard was shot the first time, Miyako did some kind of blood ritual and brought him back to life. Um. Yes. Okay. All right. We'll just full disclosure here, everybody. We really don't know what happened in this game. Yeah, this game does not make a whole lot of sense. No. Uh, he dies or is dying. She does some type of blood ritual where she mixes her blood with his blood, and her blood is like some kind of life force. Right. That's probably what happened. Yeah. But. Whether or not, like, was he already the chosen one? I don't know. Or did that make him the chosen one? I, I don't know. Um, what the fuck? Seriously. All right, so uh, there's... We do a few missions. It's basically going through the exact same areas again, but as different people and with different situations. And to be fair, on one hand, I kind of thought I was going to hate that a lot more. I'm like, oh, we're in this place again. Yeah. But I kind of didn't mind that in the end. I thought it it, at least 
with respect to the location choices, I thought it made the game feel a little bit more coherent because there's, I mean, there's enough random crap going on in this game. Yeah. If they had just started introducing new locations and all kinds of new stuff, that might have even made it more chaotic. Yeah. So normally I'm not a huge fan of just retreading the same areas, but in this game, I kind of liked it since it was supposed to take place in the same village and you do things a little differently anyways. Yeah, it's um. So I, yeah, it, it just basically it didn't bother me as much as I thought it was going to. The fact that you have to play the same stages again, basically. Yeah. The oh, they try and change it up a little bit, and that that's what helped it. You know, yeah. um, have to go through through the the hospital again, and this was so fucking annoying. <laughs> because this time you're not just going through the hospital as Bella, the little girl. This time you have Melissa, her mother, with you. Uh, you play as Melissa, actually. And this fucking... There was two sections in this game that kind of frustrated me. The, this hosp- the second time we go to the hospital, and later on, where you play as the doctor, going up and down fucking elevators. Oh my <laughs> god. So, I, did, I finished most of this stuff yesterday, last night. Um, and this section, like w- with her, you have to find a way out of the hospital. Well, there's certain areas that are blocked off. So you have, all right, well, we need to turn on the power. We turn on the power, then the security gates come down. So now we, now a whole new yeah. section of areas have been blocked off. So I had to find a way. I had to go up the elevator, go around the blockage, go back down the elevator, go around this way. I'm just like, my God, then I make it to the door. And there's a sign blocking <laughs> the the automatic door. Yeah, so it can't open. And it says You're trapped in there. And it says you need to find a way to unblock the door from the other side. I'm like, if I, and that that to me, I was like, this makes physically makes no sense. If my objective is to unblock the door by removing the thing that's blocking it from the other side. I'm trying to get to the other side of the fucking door. Why would I need to unblock it if I'm already on the other side of the fucking door? <laughs> That's that that was my mindset. I was like, why am I even doing this? Why you know, I if I just tell me find an alternate route. Yeah. You know? I made it outside and I still had to unblock the door because dumbass little Bella can't climb. So I, you know, I eventually got her. We left. And it was just like that that was like thirty minutes of just pure confusion, not knowing where to go. Nothing dies. It always yeah. comes back. You know? I killed so, soul so many times. One of my big problems with this game is that it feels like two thirds of the game, I would say, the first eight chapters are irrelevant. Yeah. Because and because they do that cop out where nothing exactly. happened. Exactly. So nothing matters because you, can, you you just start another loop if anybody dies. So you can just have anybody die at any time. Like it doesn't matter to kill monsters. So you could have had one chapter before chapter nine, or you could have had three hundred chapters, and it was like just as long as you want to make the game be when you're making it. Yeah. And really, there's no story that happens because of the time looping. Yeah. I mean, people. And there's no. It's just I don't know it. By the time I finally found out what was happening in this game, I'm like, well, what the hell did I just... 
who cares whether I'm crawling through the hospital? I might as well just die. I might as well just kill myself and start the loop over again. Well, the thing is, is that, well, first off, that's part of the story. But secondly, it's, it, the people kind of retain some of their memories. So, like, you know, there's multiple times where people are like, I've done this before, or I'm, I, I've seen this before, but it's just different. You know, they're having deja vu and stuff like that. Right. So, after escape, which again would make me say, "Well, if it doesn't matter what I do, maybe I'll just start over." Yeah. I mean, granted, they don't know that at that time, but that's true. As someone playing this game, I'm like, "This doesn't make any sense." Yeah. There's no point to be doing what I'm doing. So and eventually, you, you could just have forty different buildings that I have to walk through and find my way out of. And then the next chapter could just be a different building, and it's not going to make any more sense because there's no logical progression through any of these stages. Yeah. It's just random stage followed by other random stage. So eventually Sam runs into uh, this book. I don't even know how he found the book. They never, they never explain how, it, where, how he comes to be in that room where that book is. And he's reading through it. And he's saying, God, what do, I can't even remember what he said. He said, it's all been prophesized. Yeah, we're in this book. We're all in this book. They have pictures of us in this book. And it's like his old, old book. And that's it. And so I was thinking, That was the right, best part of the game for me. That was the best part. So what were you thinking? Because I know you sent me an email saying you just, wanted to. Just very simply that there was some prophecy and that they had been drawn here for some reason and they were going to have to stop this demon from being resurrected or summoned or whatever. The Ouroboros, I believe is yeah. what it's called. Um, which Ouroboros, wasn't that the, the bag? <laughs> yeah, it was in Resident Evil. Wasn't that the bad guy in uh, Okami as well? Yep. <laughs> I think it's like a Japanese villain. I think it's like a, like a big Japanese like demon. It, there's probably there's got to be some kind of legend or something like that, which Okami's based on that legend, right? So, mm-hmm. but yeah, so <laughs> it's just I can't. All right, so so they throw this prophecy out of here. So it, it's like they're pulling shit out of their ass right now. It, it's you know, yeah. oh now there's a prophecy, you know, and we never hear about that prophecy again. It, it, that's that's all it's ever mentioned. There's a book. There's a prophecy, and then Sam's like, I gotta go stop it, and that's it. We we never we hear from Sam again, but he, he never, nothing's ever explained, how, like how he figured this out or what the hell does this even mean. Uh, the 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 ritual cult woman, and the red, I don't know jacket, is she she kidnaps Amana? Is that her name? Amana. Yeah. Yeah. She she kidnaps Miyako, uh, because she has the blood power or whatever. We don't know that. She just she, she she grabs her. That's all we know. She kidnapped her. We don't know why. We we have we, we guess it has something to do with her blood is powerful because it brought Howard back to life. Yeah, and Miyako's blood I don't think is ever ever explained in the game. No. Not even in the random archives that you can pick up. I looked at some of those archives. Most of them are just weapons that you used. Yeah. There are some good archives. Yeah, there are a few. Um, there, but it's you know it's just 
just random shit that they just threw in there. So it's, you know, there's a prophecy. There's going to be a ritual. It has to have a blood sacrifice. Um, you play, you do this whole mission. Oh my God, this was the most fucking annoying mission in the world was when you played as the doctor. And he's doing experiments on this, the, this, this Shibito, like cutting them up and stuff like that. And he has to go down to the mines. I don't know why. How did he come to this conclusion? Um, but it's saying you have to uh, get a brain or something. Yeah, or, no, 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 no. What was it called? Uh, urine. <laughs> That's what I kept seeing. Yeah. A, a, a urian? Urian? Wasn't it U-R-Y-E-N? Yeah. And I'm U- just like, urian? I don't know what the fuck that is. Yeah, but we need it. Yeah. And I was thinking he had to go get like some kind of organ or something like that from one of these shibitos like because there's there's multiple times where you have to kill a brain right in order to to make the the spider crawling enemies just die they just fall over dead um there was only one time that i was ever scared or creeped out while playing this game and it was while i was playing as the doctor and he was protecting the little girl you had to go get a key, and the key is in this like cupboard or or drawer, like like a like a like a closet, like a small closet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that part. And like I could hear like somebody talking muffled. And I didn't know where the hell it was. And then I opened this fucking sliding door, and there's this gigantic fucking woman's head. Yeah, and that's I, it. Yeah, just a head, just a head and a key next to it. And when it sees you, it just starts screaming. And I was like, yeah. what the fuck? I wasn't really scared. It was like, what the fuck is this? You know? Yeah. It's like his gigantic head that was as big as his torso. Human head that was alive. Yeah. I don't know. It was weird. It was just fucking weird. I grabbed it, left, and that was the end of that mission. But then And then the we... last time you ever see anything remotely like that again. Yeah, yeah, that was never explained. It was just like, are these people hallucinating? Is that what this is? Which, I kind of thought that's what it was for half the game. Well, that's what I'm thinking it is whenever I get to the end. Um, huh. Because... When you so, play inside a kaleidoscope? Yeah. I just... Oh, my God. So... But I want—I do want to talk about this mission with the Doctor later on where he goes into the mines. This is the most convoluted, idiotic shit I have ever done in a fucking video game. You have to first turn on... It sounds simple. You need to obtain this item that is on this floor. Luckily, we have maps that will show you exactly where you are, where you have been, where you need to go. All right. Not all U.S. Americans have maps. No, this may be true. But he... We can use it, and it works most of the time. This is where... This is the one mission where the map didn't work. Because he didn't tell me I was going to have to ride like three different elevators, then ride the same elevator, and then activate this thing. I, I, I didn't know what the fuck I was even looking for. All right? Yeah. I, 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 just randomly, every time I see a, a mine cart, I always run up behind it and push it and ride it just for the fuck of it. Yeah, me too. And it just so happens I, I, I rammed a nurse that was down in the mine. Why was she in the mine? I don't know. 
and she fell over, and then it prompted me to stab her in the heart with a stake. I was like, so we're dealing with vampires now. <laughs> so I don't know, like, and then that was that was that was one that was one of the big sub missions or the sub objectives that I had to do, and I was like, okay, I didn't even know I was supposed to do that. And then he had to. Then he finds this cube. He, you you crawl through this cave. You find a cube and a sword. He tries to pull the sword. The sword crumbles. It's like the sword in the stone. I think I first saw that cube in Captain America, and then in the. That's what I'm thinking too. Avengers. Yeah, <laughs> it even has the same blue glow. Yeah. And he gets it. And then leaves. We don't see him again until the end. Next time, next thing we know is Howard and little Bella, the girl, uh, going back to the nest. Um, going to the nest. This is the final countdown. But it's it, this is it. We're going to the big boss fight. What what blows my mind is why the fuck doesn't people just run away and leave? Um, why are we going into the fucking nest of these things with a little girl? That's what I'm wondering. Right. Because only at this point, Miyako and Amana would have any idea. And I guess Saigo, Saigo, I think it's Saigo, Saigo. Those are the only three that would Saigo. Yeah. Those are the only three that would have any idea what's actually going on and go into the nest willingly. Yeah. Certainly, I feel like Howard and Bella are the last people that would ever go into the nest on yeah. their own. I think Sam would, because he wants to save his daughter. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention uh, Melissa. <laughs> All right, so though I don't want to laugh at this, but the way it happened is fucking hilarious. <laughs> so there's this, there's a mission where you're playing as uh, Melissa, the mother of Bella. You have to protect Bella, and you're it's basically a boss fight where you have to you're fighting this one of these gigantic like larva maggot things mm-hmm. and you have to push over these oil drums because Bella's foot is stuck it threw a tree log at us and the log stuck caught her foot so she can't get out you have to lure it away from Bella then try to set it on fire well you can't really set it on fire it's through a cutscene where the maggot thing grabs a hold of Melissa and is holding her up in the air, and she lights a lighter and drops it into the oil. And uh, <laughs> it's just like it, it shows it, the camera is like fixated on on uh, Bella. She pulls her foot away from the logs. She's like, "I did it, mommy!" And then her mouth just kind of like drops open because there's this gigantic creature holding her mother, and everything is ablaze. <laughs> it's and you can just hear Melissa say, "I love you, run." Yeah. The thing that kills me about that scene is that she set herself in the maggot shibito on fire before Bella got her foot out. Yeah, that was the thing, was that she was right there next to the fucking So oil. she was going to die in about 30 seconds. Yeah, oh, she must have ran. I just, like, that face that, yeah. that, that Bella made was just, I, I'm sorry, it was hilarious. No, the face is hilarious, but I don't know why Melissa would set that thing on fire before Bella was free. 
I don't know. If I'm going down, I'm taking everybody with me. <laughs> Even my daughter that I'm trying to save? <laughs> Even my daughter. I don't know. <laughs> so Melissa's dead. Kinda. She comes back as a maggot Chibito. <laughs> of course. She's coming back somehow. Uh, chases after her. There's a mission where you have to kite her dead mother around a building multiple times. Holy shit, that took forever too. It was you had to kite her around, and then while she's running around the building, you have to unlock a door and then escape. But it, that that's beside the point. Um, so the final mission is split into two. two you play as two characters during. You play as Sam trying to get his daughter. Um, uh, there's a sacrifice going on. Uh, um, Miyako has been sacrificed uh, to this Ouroboros, whatever it is, um, by um, um, Amanda. Fuck it. I don't care what the hell her name is. <laughs> Ritual woman with the red jacket on. Uh, and it summons this fucking creature. It looks like a fucking amoeba or something. Yeah, some kind of wasp amoeba. Yeah. Um, it stabs the doctor uh, and basically throws him into hell. <laughs> yeah. Because this huge blood pit that has been created is now like a portal to hell. Uh, throws him in. Um, but then he he has the, uh, the cube. The cube of destiny, whatever the hell it is. I can't remember what it's called in the Marvel universe oh yeah cosmic cube i I think it's the cosmic cube i can't remember but anyway he has the cube he gets thrown into hell with it um howard's there with bella um and sam is there as well uh there is a scene where you play as sam having to fight maggot melissa Mm mm-hmm in the most nonsensical thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> so he has a gun, but don't use the gun. You need to climb on top of these, on the roof of these buildings, and throw antennas at it. Yeah, that's really weird. <laughs> really goofy. Like, <laughs> at no other point in the game, I think, do you have to use a specific thing. Either you can kill them or you can't kill them, like all yeah. the other maggots. And now you have to throw antennas. Which I don't think he could throw hard enough to skewer to be that damaging. Yeah. Especially considering he has a rifle in his hand. So he he skewers. You have to do it three times. <laughs> I count, of course. <laughs> um, he skewers uh, Maggot Melissa. Um, and I guess maybe we don't give Sam enough credit because there's a lightning storm going on. <laughs> And lightning strikes the fucking antennas that are connected to the maggot and Keep sets in mind, it ablaze. There are things all around the maggot that are much, much higher. And there's no way that that she would get struck by lightning. Exactly. Like, just even me talking about this sounds like I'm making this shit up. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh no, we had to skewer like multiple fucking antennas into this monster and lightning struck the antennas and <laughs> set it on fire. It sounds so fuck. It sounds like a twelve-year-old came up with this shit. <laughs> so there's Melissa dead. 
the doctor's been thrown into hell with the with the companion cube. Um and now um Howard gets sent to hell too. He falls in, I think. No, he's talking to the, the blood pool. <laughs> <laughs> he's talking to the blood pool. Um, because Miyako, he can see Miyako's reflection in the pool. And then he falls in, and now he's in like this twisted Silent Hill version of the town that they're in. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Miyako. Area, yeah, sort of. kind of, yeah. Uh, it's basically just a big boss fight arena. Yeah. Uh, Miyako is there and says that he needs to destroy the town and make it go away. That's what she says. Uh, the doctor is there. And the doctor is—I don't know. Like he—you he, start off with a gun. The doctor has a gun. You shoot the doctor a few times because he wants to kill him. Uh, then, he, then a sword just appears. Yeah, it appears. A samurai sword is there in the ground. The doctor throws down his gun to pick up a sword. You—you you do a nice little <laughs> circle around the doctor while he tries to slash you and shoot him in the face. Then you take. The sword. And you are drawn, I guess, into the seventh layer of hell that looks like uh, I dropped about four shots of acid. <laughs> and it's like a kaleidoscope, like you said. It's, yeah. like, it, it's triangles that change colors and move around. Uh, the ceiling and the floor are surrounded, or that's what they're made of. I'm glad I'm not prone to seizures. Yeah, I know. And it's really bright sometimes, then it gets really dark, and then it flashes. It's like, ugh. So you're in this area. This is the final boss fight. Um, And I didn't think I was going to be doing anything. Uh, Oh, one thing else. We got the cube. We got the cosmic cube. um, And we can open it up and shoot fire out of it. Blue fire. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's what we killed the doctor with. Um, so now we have that ability where we can shoot fire out of it and we have a sword and now begins the boss fight, the boss fight, I guess with Ouroboros. I don't know. It's, it's this gigantic. Well, I I think the name of this thing is Keiko. Keiko. Kayako. K-A-I-K-O. Kaiko. 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 I don't know. Um, it's a gigantic insect flying looking thing that can disassemble and reassemble. But before we can do any type of damage to it, um, in this kaleidoscope room, we have to, for the first time ever, use the sight jacking for <laughs> real. Because yeah. you can't continue with the boss fight, you can't do damage to it unless you sight jack as Miyako's spirit. Because she can see supernatural things, and Howard can't. That makes sense. But he can sight jack, and but I he, still don't know why any of these people can sight jack. I don't know either. I have no clue. Because it was because it was prophesized. Oh yeah, the prophecy has nothing to. The prophecy is never mentioned again. <laughs> <laughs> but there is one, just in case you're wondering. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the whole reasoning for this. Um, it was it was predestined. <laughs> I don't know. So, um, so we have to sight Jack Miyako's spirit. She can see where he needs to go. He needs to destroy the or open 
the the cube itself so he can use the fire again. And there's a fight where I didn't even take any damage. The thing just it doesn't kinda, look like the thing does very much. It, it just floats around. I mean, the yeah. fight the fight lasted. I did it. So what you have to do is you have to throw down the the flame. The flame stays on the ground for about five seconds and you have to slash the flame with the sword and it shoots like this beam out that covers the entire area um do that five times and things are dead yeah it's not really a boss fight <laughs> it's basically just it kill, really fight kill this thing and do it in a stupid way um, and then then when it can't reassemble itself it lays on the ground then you throw the fire on it and it it disintegrates um next cutscene it shows Sam uh waking up in what looks like now a crater where the village used to be yeah um he has a piece of paper in his hand um and he mentions oh god what'd he say it was something about like Bella has to be saved, and I need I, I need to tell Howard about it so Bella yeah, can be Bella saved. Yeah, for Bella to live forever. Yeah, for, for Bella to live forever. And then, I mean that that's all of Sam. And then the yeah. last the last cutscene is of Howard with multiple shotguns strapped to his back and a samurai sword and the cube. And headphones on. And heads and headphones on while listening to heavy metal music and credits are playing as it shows him killing Shibito. Yeah. Cleansing the village. And that's it. So yeah. No cutscene afterwards. Nothing. The end. The end. Why is it that... It was an end, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> the game is over. <laughs> yeah. Not much of an ending, but the game's over. So, I don't know what it is. I think it's some kind of a curse or something where on Phoenix Down, we have to play a shitty horror game for Halloween. Maybe it's kind of like movies. I mean, most horror movies are shit. Yeah. But I feel like you can make a movie so much more easily than you can make a game. Yeah. And you know what the funny thing is? I, I remember watching the credits and it was showing who the voice actors were. And I found it hilarious that the, 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 the cult woman in the red jacket, she was voiced by just just one a person's one name, like Alicia. It didn't have a last name like everybody else. And I was like, is this some kind of like hip hop star or something? I was, that's what I was, I was like, so she was voiced for somebody famous. I couldn't, like, after that, that was the only thing I could think of. Fuck the game. I was just like, who is this mystery woman who voiced this one woman in this game? You know, I was just like, I get, maybe she didn't want to be tied to it. Just call me Alicia. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want you to identify me. I don't know. I, I don't know what to say about this game. I have no fucking clue of what happened. I have no idea. So, do you want the game as I understand it? Sure. <laughs> Give me your theories. So, 
this is basically what I've been piecing together since the ending. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense at all. And I need to go have the internet rescue me and try to piece some things together. Okay. So apparently, you know, this this whole town exists on like a, you know, a soft spot. Okay. And there are temp- temporal fluctuations here. As with any good scary town. Mm-hmm. So time's a little unstable. When Bella is there, she gets sent way back in time into this village. Hanuda? Is that the name of the village? Hanuda Village, I believe so. Hanuda Village, yeah. So apparently she was sent back in time in the midst of a famine. And Kayako is an alien who... I have no idea how or why, but they, it, she died in the village. And Bella was so hungry that she ate the body. And that's what we see in the very end. The oh, yeah. I forgot, I forgot to mention that. Yeah. And because she ate this alien's body, she was cursed. I don't know how or why. But basically... Basically, she has a piece of Kayako in her, and she is Amana. Bella is Amana. Okay. And now she's trying to resurrect Kayako in an attempt to break the curse so that she doesn't have to live forever. So that's what the ritual is for, is to resurrect Kayako. Okay. So that she can not be cursed, basically. But I don't understand how any of this has anything to do with the Shibito. Why are the Shibito even summoned? I don't understand how sightjacking fits into any of this. But apparently... Sago was trying to break the curse, but he wasn't the chosen one. Apparently that was Howard. And in the end, you see Howard finally cleansing the village. So I guess there are any number of time loops that have come before, but now that Howard was actually able to complete everything, uh, the cycle's broken. Why? Why didn't they? Why didn't they give us any indication of that throughout the ten hours that I spent in this game? No idea. There's a lot of other things that aren't explained, like who or what Miyako is. Where did where where did you get this information? Um. Where or where did they get this information? <laughs> some of it is in all the archives. Okay. There's like Sam's got a good journal. One of the archives is Sam's journal. That so basically at the end, Sam is like, I need to tell Howard to show up. Like he, because I, I guess what happens is that they all get kicked out of the timeline at the end, and so Sam gets comes out of the time loop in the 70s, 1970s. Okay. And at that point, he realizes that he needs to get Howard to 
come back to the village in 2007 when the the newest timeline or the newest cycle starts. Uh, I don't know why he would actually want Howard to go there, though, because Howard is maybe he just knows that Howard Howard is involved. He doesn't know that Howard is the one that's going to end everything. I don't know. He was just there to save Bella. Well, how the hell is he going to do that if he's stuck in 1970-something? Well, I mean, he's only 40. He'll still be alive in 2007. I don't know how old Sam is in the game, but... Uh. So basically, he's just waiting until 2007 so he can send an email to Howard to tell him to go to this village. (laughs) Is there a DeLorean involved? I mean, Jesus Christ. There's no real explanation of how or why the loops start. There's no explanation of time travel, though. Nothing. The only thing I know is that in 1970-something, this village disappeared. Or everybody in the village disappeared. That's what I gathered. And mm-hmm. and bad shit happens there. That's all I've ever known. There was no, never any implication of time travel or... Except that basically we're seeing all... All the loops happen simultaneously, and that's why people are dying and then undying, <laughs> redying. It's because that's like a new loop, I guess. Oh Jesus, like Bioshock. Yeah, but you can't really have. I, I don't know. I time travel is a tricky business, and you can't just be throwing around time travel without like thinking it out. And I don't understand because the very first time, the first loop, if you will. Bell, like there should have been no Amana because there was no Bella to have already been sent back in time. You know, because Bella's not born until 2000. Yeah. So whatever happened in the 70s, the first time through, couldn't have involved Bella. Unless it was Bella in 2007 got sent to the 1970s, then grew up to become Amana, and yeah. then. So that's what happened, but she Fine. couldn't have been sent back in time in 2007 unless something had already happened in the first loop. That's true. Assuming that there are loops instead of, like, you know, there's so many different theories of time travel, but this game is based around loops. So something has to happen in the first loop, and I don't understand how Bella would have ever been back in that first loop. Well, maybe it's... All right, so we start off with Bella in 2007. She gets sent back to the 1970s, grows up to become a mana. A mana wants to stop it from happening. Bella gets sent back to the 70s. So it's just back and forth. Growing up, going back, growing up, going back. Yeah. So every other loop makes sense, but the first loop bothers me. Yeah. I don't know. Same thing as Harry Potter, man. That bothered me. You know, I I recently watched the Harry Potters, all of them, kind of back to back. Um, the first time I'd ever seen them, like a year ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, that one, that one, I can't remember what the, which movie it was, where they had the the time traveling thing. Yeah, I thought it was pretty intelligent. But the thing was, was like, why the fuck you have a time? mechanic you have a time machine essentially yeah so none why of the not, rest of the movies make sense yeah why would you not use that throughout the rest of the fucking movies exactly you know exactly oh but shit that, that has stuff the same happened. problem 
to me because of the loops. Like the first time through, he wasn't there as a future him to influence the first version of him. Because he's not there until the second until he loops. Yeah. Same thing here. There was no Bella in the seventies in the first loop. So I don't understand how there was ever an Amana in the nineteen seventies in the first loop. There probably wasn't. It all started in nine. Forget the seventies. It all started in two thousand seven. Well, yeah. Why the fuck? But yeah. I think it's, it's because of what happened in the seventies that caused the loop to happen. Yeah. Why the that fuck? Yeah. There. What the fuck happened in two thousand and seven to make her go back in time to begin with? Right. I don't fucking know, dude. I didn't make this game. I just ah uh, uh, I don't know. My mind still hurts from last night. It's, I, I can't figure this shit out. I was like, damn, this game's done. Put that, yeah, put that to rest. Delete. Yes, I deleted that thing off my hard drive. Taking up way too much space. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I was never really scared in the game. You know, it wasn't really scary. As long as I, as long as I picked up a weapon, I'm a badass. Nobody can touch me. Especially guns, because they have unlimited ammo. <laughs> exactly. What the fuck? They never explained that either. You know? I killed a zombie. He had a shotgun on him. That's all I need. Yep, I could steamroll to the end of the game with this thing if they exactly. let me keep it. <laughs> That's the thing. They, they, they don't let you keep it. Every time you have a mission accomplished, you start off with nothing. You have to find a weapon. Well, hell, what, what happened to the other weapons you found? Yeah. Just throw them away? Or maybe it's another. Who needs loop. this magical shotgun? <laughs> exactly. It's like you know, just fucking shells just appear in my pocket. I don't know. But I was never scared. There was that one moment with the head in the cupboard, and yeah. and that one time where Soul caught the girl, and I wasn't expecting it. But this game was basically a cakewalk. There was a bunch of times where I was confused on where to go. But I was never, oh, man, this is difficult. It was just, man, yeah. this is fucking confusing. You know, and then me trying to piece the story together while while navigating these mines and shit, it was just like, I, I don't want to do this anymore. I mean, I finished it, thank God. I mean, that's, that's one thing I, I, I can say. I can put it on my games completed of 2013. Will I go back and play this game again? No. Yeah, I don't think I will ever play this game again. No. So thanks, listeners, for for <laughs> nominating this game and electing it for us to play. We do this shit for you. <laughs> I don't I, know. My problem with this game is that like the core story is not even that terrible, even though it, it's not explained and doesn't make any sense. But... There was no like crafting that went into building up the story. There's no climax. There's no yeah. There's no mystery in the first two thirds of the game, other than why people are dying and then reappearing. And the, it just seems like yeah. story wise, it's a flat line for eighty, like seventy five percent of the game, and then all of a sudden, there's some story in the end, but it's nonsensical. And I feel like if you could have taken the same events and the same story. Or this, yeah, the same events, you could have told a great story, but they yeah. didn't do that. The only thing they had to do was American TV crew 
busting on Japanese people, uh, sacrificing something. They raise demons. Zombies are everywhere. Kill them all. Reverse the rituals. Break the curse. And the end. That's all they had to do. Yeah. But instead, they had to talk about time loops and I don't know what aliens. We we're bringing in aliens. What is this? Metro twenty thirty three, where we have aliens, ghosts, and mutants. <laughs> yeah, and I, the thing that bothers me the most right now is I don't know. Like I I guess the Shibito are just the curse, but who's being cursed and for what reason? Exactly. I mean, I know Bella's being cursed because she ate the body of a dead alien. But when does that work? I mean, you're you're you have an alien. Unless aliens are supernatural, that's the thing. I've never crossed supernatural with with aliens as science fiction. You know, if it was a virus, okay, <laughs> or something like that. But oh, this alien from another planet. It showed up and it put a curse on all of us. Okay, that's supernatural. That's stuff that human beings made up, not what aliens made up. I just, I don't know. Siren blood curse, the end. It nailed the music. I thought the music was great. Yeah. I it thought was very I, creepy. It was almost, at points, scary carnival-ish. Yeah, especially when you play as Bella. I mean, they, 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 they set atmosphere pretty well. Yeah, you know. Except it, uh, unless atmosphere is just darkness, they did that really well. Yeah, well, there's a lot of darkness in this game. There's a lot of darkness, but I mean, it, it is the setting. Yeah, like, it, is, it 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 is a nice creepy village to explore, and that's part of my problem with it. Yeah, you got a creepy village, and it's full of creepy inhabitants, but you haven't told a good enough story to make me care about what's going on. And I don't know. I mechanically, I think it's okay. Like, I, I still feel the same way I felt after the first half of the game. In that this game is almost a really good game, but it nothing gels in this game at all. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I had problems with the controls early, but those worked themselves out. I figured out, lay off that right stick. and Yeah. I, you know, I was I was moving around fine. I was sneaking up on these Shibito and stabbing them in the back, and I felt pretty okay at what I was doing. Uh, I could navigate it. The map is well done. So a lot of my normal frustrations with a game I didn't have here. But the story and the structure and a lot of the other things just are are absolute garbage in this game. <laughs> and I still don't feel like I had a moment of fun in this game as, as okay as it was at points. I was never having fun. Even though I still think it was almost a really good game. I want to look at the Metacritic score for this game. Now, I know I don't like to use Metacritic that much, but I do want to see what other people thought of this game. Professional reviewers, and I say professional in air quotes. Um, Siren Blood Curse. It has a 78 average. One Up gave it a 10 out of 10. What on earth did they say about it? Despite it's got the- good atmosphere, but... You're right. Here. But that's uh, it. This is, here's a little uh, quote for it. Despite the hoops you need to jump through prior to playing, Blood Curse more than makes up for it with some of the most intense and perfectly paced survival horror I have had the pleasure of being terrified by. 
I, I don't know I, how you get good pacing out of it. I don't, I, I don't bash people for their opinions. I'm sure this person absolutely loved the game, but I do not agree whatsoever. Now, I did have one bad score. Gaming Nexus gave it a 4.2 out of 10 and said Siren Blood Curse remains largely unchanged after four years' time. If you avoided it then, avoid it now as well. This title is really only for the horror hardcore. I don't know. You could probably convince me that it's good pacing because you play as different people and you play as, you know, there's different types of levels, I guess. I mean, they're not hardcore categorized as like, this is a minecart level, this is a sneaking mission. You know, they're not broken up that way, but yeah, there are different limitations introduced and you play as different characters. And they show you the goals too. You know, like this is your yeah, goal. So, this is your I mean, I, I guess there's an argument for good pacing in the game, but not in the story. I think the story is one of the worst paced stories I've ever read. Yeah. Or seen or experienced. But I, even even with all that though, I didn't hate it. I mean, I've liked games less than this. I think that I played way worse games than this. Oh, I definitely have. It's just I mean, this just seems so random and mechanically, it's fine. Yeah, it's a game. It works. It's just it makes absolutely no sense to me. You know, I and the problem is, is that when it, when a story makes no sense to me, I start thinking, why am I even doing this then? You know, mm-hmm. because, you know, a survival horror game is <sighs> gameplay doesn't really matter that much in survival horror. I don't think that's just me. I think it, it matters some, but I mean, I don't think it matters as much as a story does. Now, you could say, well, Resident Evil 1 had a shitty story. Well, I, I kind of agree with you, but I mean, it was it was something like there was mystery involved. Why are there zombies in this mansion? You know, yeah. what made them? What's going on here? You know, you find notes that tell you these things, you know? Yeah. There's a good backstory. There's backstory. Yeah, yeah. Even if the story itself isn't great, there's good backstory. Exactly. You know? They but, so, I mean, I, I think there's a... There is argument for atmosphere being as important in story, specifically for horror games. And this game does nail the atmosphere. <sighs> I, I'm trying to come... I'm trying to come up with some way to justify this game. I mean, it plays all right. Plays all right. Yeah. And I still think it. I still think it looks fine. It looks okay. Yeah, yeah. It's got that nice, other than being horribly too dark. It's got that green filter and. It has decent sound design. The presentation's pretty good. You know, I, I like the whole episodic thing where you know. On the next episode of Siren Blood Curse, you know, yeah, they they do a they do a decent job of that, and it doesn't feel overly gamey, other than the way it's broken up into so many missions. Yeah, like you don't fight a boss fight at the end of every level, like yeah. unnecessarily, and the bosses don't have giant orange glowing parts that you have to hit them in. So, I'm, but maybe that gets lumped into atmosphere. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it, this isn't the worst game we've played on Phoenix Down. Yeah, I don't think it's the worst, but for some reason, it was the least exciting to me. Mm. 
yeah. Which is it's tough because I love horror movies, I love horror games, and I really want to play some good ones. Yeah, me too. This this just wasn't it. No, no. Unfortunately, this was not it. And I'm telling you, if you want a good, scary game to play, once you get your hands on a Wii or a GameCube, we need to play Resident Evil Remake. Because mm-hmm. that is perfect. That game scares the living shit out of me. I'm not. I mean, yeah. I mean, see, for real. You know, the fucking crimson heads scared the hell out of me. <laughs> you know, and I was God. When, when did that game come out? I think it was like 2002 or 2001. I was like, I was 17. It was, I mean, that game was creepy. Well, hopefully by next Halloween. I don't maybe by if next. If we haven't Halloween. played it, if we haven't played it by then. Yeah, I mean, hell, we 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 can play a horror game whenever the hell we want to. <laughs> so, I mean, we just wanted to do one for Halloween, you know. We want to get the, the you know the the listeners involved, which I hope the listeners enjoyed our talk with it. You know, I mean, I think I think we had we, we this this game may not have been very entertaining for us. Maybe our content about the game would be entertaining for you guys. And if us. you feel differently, please let us know because I am curious to know what the people who would strongly defend this game love about it. Yeah. I cuz the I, story. <laughs> yeah. This is, if you can explain the story to me, please feel Yeah. Free. That would be great. I just I don't know. Unfortunately, that's all I can really say. Any any final thoughts on Siren Blood Curse map? I think those are pretty much my final thoughts. I wish I wish I knew how Bella got back in time to start this whole thing. Yeah. I wish that uh, Sam had just not told anybody to go back to the village <laughs> and nobody would have had to go through all this nonsense. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to say. It was... I, I Whatever. It... Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't scary to me. It wasn't very intense. Uh, there was some frustrating moments. Uh, it played okay. Uh, it had a decent atmosphere and it had decent music and presentation. Um, but unfortunately, I, I kind of lost interest about halfway through. Because I didn't, I really didn't care about any of these characters, and it, it, because the story made no sense to me, I didn't really care about the game. Yeah, I, I wanted to get into this game. I just, for some reason, never could. Yeah. Yeah, that's Siren Blood Curse. It's that, that's it for us. On, it exists on Halloween. It exists, and it's it's cheap. This week, if you if you want if you don't believe us, you don't believe what we're saying, you want to experience this for yourself. It is ten dollars on the PlayStation Network right yep. now. You do not have to spend sixty like I did. Yeah, or forty, <laughs> weeks ago. forty like I did. So, yeah, if you want, and at ten bucks, it's probably worth it. Yeah, because again, I don't think it's terrible. Yeah, uh, and at ten bucks, you know, it's it's worth it to just to experience the atmosphere and. To be as horribly confused as we were, wondering why people are dying and then coming back to life. There you go. 
so yeah, that's um that's Siren Blood Curse. Um, shout outs to everybody who voted. I do appreciate it. Um, I, you know, participation, listener participation helps us out. You know, lets us know that people's actually listening to us, which I know that there are some people out there listening to us. We have our select few, <laughs> and I love every one of you. Um, uh, you can send us an email. Uh, you can send me an email, Drew at ztgd.com. Uh, you can also um, tweet to us. Uh, I am at DML Fury. Matt is at REMGS. Uh, we can. We also do have a Phoenix Down Twitter account now, so you can uh, directly tweet to the to the account. We both can see it and stuff like that. And it is at ZTGD Phoenix Down. Um. Yeah, talk to us. Suggest some games to us. Um. You can suggest some more horror games if you'd like. Or just regular games. We're going to be going back to our regular scheduled programming uh, <laughs> after this. Uh, I do want to uh, plug one other thing. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I am uh, doing a 24-hour gaming marathon uh, on Twitch TV uh, along with Jay, uh, which fans of the show may know helped me out. Helped us out with uh, Alpha Protocol. Um, he is going to be helping me out uh, doing this marathon. Unfortunately, I cannot do 24 hours because I will go insane. So uh, he is going to be helping me out, giving me breaks and things like that. But we are doing a 24-hour gaming marathon for the 8-bit salute for Operation Supply Drop. That's headed by Front Torch Gamer. Uh, it's a great cause. It uh, helps bring entertainment to uh, our troops overseas. Um, but yeah, you can, uh, watch me live. Uh, I'm going to be doing it Saturday, November the 9th. I think I may be completely wrong. Let me take a look at my calendar here. Um, it's two weeks from now. So it's going to be Saturday the 9th through early morning Sunday. Um, I'm going to start around eight o'clock in the morning, um, on Saturday and uh, just start streaming. Going to be playing a lot of games. Uh, you can watch me, and you can uh, also uh, participate in chat, and you can suggest games to me to play. Um, there will be a link for uh, you guys to um, donate to the cause. You can donate through our website. Um, so I'll have a link in the chat at all times. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm going to make sure the link is with this post on the ZTGD itself. Um, but you can click on that link, um, and donate as much as you want Do a dollar, $10, whatever you want. Anything can help. Uh, but we greatly appreciate it if you could, and then come out and watch me play some games. I know I'm going to play Outlast later on that night. Mm, so, you, so you guys can see me scream like a little girl <laughs> uh, and probably play some Street Fighter 4 I'm going to be playing the PC version granted most of all my games are going to be PC because that's the only thing I can stream right now um, so if you have the PC version of Street Fighter 4 and you want to challenge me against my El Fuerte bring it on uh, another great thing and another good incentive to watch me um, I, randomly I will be giving away codes for video games in fact we even have a code for the season pass of the wolf among us the new telltale adventure game uh, so uh, yeah definitely watch me I will be doing random draws and I will be um, 
maybe quizzing people and stuff like that, video game trivia. It all depends on my mood and if Ken's in the <laughs> chat because he's the one handling the codes. So, um, But, yeah, definitely join us there. Uh, November the 9th on Saturday, I'll be streaming all day. If I'm not there, Jay will be. And Jay will be probably playing a lot of Dota 2 because that's his game. Um, but, yeah, that's it. Uh, I hope everybody has a safe and fun Halloween. Uh, if you'll be listening to this in the morning, it's going to go live Halloween today. So um, hope you get a lot of candy. If you have kids, keep your kids safe and scare the crap out of them. And post post a, <laughs> post a video of it on YouTube so I can watch it. But that's it. Um, until next time, I am Drew. And I'm Matt. And we'll be back. I don't know if it's going to be next week and maybe two weeks from now. I'm not too sure just yet, but we will be back and we'll be continuing uh, Dark Souls. Dark Souls with So Doom. So join us again for that. Catch you guys later. <laughs>